I'll tell you one thing, if a little green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. Welcome to the Strange Podcast with Sam and Logan. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. And please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to The Strange Podcast. This is episode 25, and I'm Logan Marks. And I'm Sam Baxter. Today is April 6, 2018. 25 episodes. Yeah, twenty five episodes. A good. Uh, we're like a quarter. Yeah, a quarter of <laughs> making no money. Big <laughs> <Make> sure. <laughs> a big dirty quarter you find in the in the sewer system. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately for us. It would be no di- disrespect, but it'd be like a Canadian quarter. We can't, <laughs> we can't use it. <laughs> Vending machines won't take it. Okay, you try to sneak it into the cashier. Hopefully, they'll take it. <laughs> no offense, Canadians, but we can't use those quarters in our currency. <laughs> I know where the place I used to work, I used to work at a library and people always uh, would try to use the Canadian quarters in like the the print machine so they can make prints. Really? Yeah, and they would always try to go, it's not working. And I was like, well, <laughs> well, let's take a look at that. Uh, so I'd have to open the super machine up. Yeah. And they, uh, that's just why. What used to piss me off though is people would put like 50 cent pieces in there. <laughs> and it was like. How do they fit in? Because they're huge and you like barely, uh, they, they had to like jam it in there because you can oh, barely fit the 50 fuck. cent piece. So they're like all pushing it down with their thumb. All, <laughs> <laughs> they all got a hammer. Like, f- you yeah, just hear like, somebody hammering back there. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> I got it through finally. Fuck. Oh man, it used to piss you off because I'd have to go in there like to open the machine up and they're like, why didn't it work? Because it's, it's a fucking 50 cent piece. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> okay, and it says on there, no 50 cent pieces on it. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, the good old library. I'm sure there's many good tales from the library. Oh man, I have all kinds of stories. I, I have to say, the library was one of the craziest places I ever worked. I never had to deal with so many insane, stupid people in my life. Well, I always hear that people like sometimes it's kind of like a you know a thrill to try and have sex there. Did you ever catch anybody doing that? Uh, at least twice a year. Twice. <laughs> How many years were you there, man? I was there about four years, Dang. and like at least twice a year, somebody was always trying. Trying to have sex in there. Oh shit! You actually caught him, huh? You can hear him back there, all ee, you know. Yeah, and it's, it was always like like high school kids. Of like, course. Yeah, trying to get back there, Just getting some thrill, huh? Yeah, trying to get a little thrill, or like it would, during the winter, trying to find a warm place to fuck. I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> so what'd you do? Did you end up besides oh, just, besides would... watching them? What'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, in five minutes, you guys are gonna have to stop. In five minutes, this will be <laughs> disgusting. So. so. <laughs> I can only watch. I can only watch ten minutes of that. This is no more. You guys are not- <laughs> no, I just walk in the room and say, "Hey," and I flash the lights. I was like, "You, you guys need to get out because this is in a fucking hotel." Oh shit! No back talk. Usually not because the girl would always be like super embarrassed. Yeah, I bet. I'm like, oh, right. I'm like, really? Now you're embarrassed. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, now you realize it. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Now you realize, oh, this isn't a, a, a sex dungeon. I thought it was a sex dungeon. Yeah. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beautiful. You should, you're not allowed to look at me. Well, don't fuck in the fucking library. Oh, uh, yeah. Most of them weren't very beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I know. I'm just talking like that's in their mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They don't know that, right? 
Man, I, I bet there was all kinds of good shit that happened there. One of these days, you're going to have to open up the vault on that and just talk about The that. vault? Yeah. Oh, man. I could talk about all the drug dealers that drug go dealers? in there. Oh, man. It was, it was always like druggies going in there, like trying to get high in the bathrooms. Why in the bathrooms? Always... Why in the library? I don't know. Because it's the only place I would, wouldn't kick them out, I guess. Oh, shit. But, yeah, it was always like a drug dealers or not drug. Well, people would take drugs in the bathroom and. Or it was just it was just a lot of like people who who were just looking for like homeless people were looking for a warm warm place to I hang got out. That. I could see that. I, yeah. I can see that. And you just you just dealt with a shitty class of people. So so the people that are trying to do drugs and then they're just gonna read some books and be high on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanna read as many books as I can, then we take the speed. <laughs> I wanna read all the fucking Tolkien books. <laughs> all the Tolkien books. Fuck man. Those books are huge, man. It was it was a good time, Jan. I I'm glad I'm I'm done with it. Yeah, sure. But it sounds like there was some good shit there. Uh yeah, there there was some good stories. <laughs> so speaking of stories, we should probably get into the news, huh? It's time for Strange News. Alright, well, uh, <clears throat> first story I got was uh, something from the doctors. Doctors urges to ditch toilet paper because it could cause anal fissures and UTIs. So, what? Yeah, man. So, um, apparently, uh, toilet paper is not as uh, you know clean and as, as good as you might think it is for you. Um, wiping without toilet roll alone could leave feces behind. Excessive use could even lead to health issues such as anal fissures and urinary tract infections. So, um, they're saying that basically toilet paper, when you use it, it doesn't really remove all the shit in there, in your that's, ass. That's why I have, that's why I have the bidet. Oh yeah, the bidet, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I don't mind if I bidu. <laughs> yeah. I do it all the time. <laughs> Works great. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, um, they're saying the bidets are actually better. And more envi- environmentally friendly. Um, it just it's not hasn't really caught on in the United States too well yet. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, a lot of people when I tell them they're like, oh, I would never use that. No, that like, sounds good fantastic. Fashion toilet paper. No, no, no. I mean, even wipes are better, right? Because wipes can actually wipe clean out, right? Yeah. Um, but did they talk did they say anything about the squatty potty being healthy? Uh, no, they didn't talk that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Costco had them for like two, like a two pack. I was like, man, why would you need two squatty? I guess most people have two bathrooms anyway. Oh, really? I guess yeah, so. But, yeah. But, but the, I knew a couple people. Couple. I knew a couple people that were like buying them in in groups. Oh, really? Like it was like yeah, because Costco was having them for like uh, I think it was like fifteen bucks or something like that. Oh shit! Damn. So they were like, hey, they were like, yeah, they were like, yeah, I'll buy them and then you get one for your bath and I'll get one for mine. Oh man. So as you were saying, like the bidets, though, you know, <clears throat> you know, like places like uh, South Korea and Japan, Egypt, Greece, and Italy, those they're pretty commonplace, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, here they're not. Um, I'm not sure about our friends to the north in Canada or in Mexico. I don't know. But uh, yeah, they're just saying that it's the toilet paper is not may not be as good for your ass or your body as you might think. Just because they're not as clean, you know, they don't just get everything. Like I said, and like I said, wipes are preferred, and bidets, I guess, are. Also pretty good. I can speak on bidets. You can, and it sounds like they're fantastic, right? Oh man, there's a cat's meow. Are they? Are they, are they? Do you have the warm water one? No, I told you that I didn't. I just hooked it up to the to the, to the cold line. <laughs> I just hooked it up to the river. <laughs> <laughs> it's ice cold in my ass. <laughs> that, that river water is good in my ass. <laughs> it's like ice cold kissing my butt. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so I guess um toilet paper's out, peoples. Go for the bidet. Well, a Filipino cult claims to have mastered invisibility by keeping human body parts hidden in their mouth. What? Yep, a cult claims he can give followers the power of invisibility by keeping human body parts that are stolen from graves inside their mouths. <laughs> so, yeah, they... they <laughs> <laughs> okay. Basically, the, the group is called the Iron King Group. Uh, pays grave robbers to snatch bones from cemeteries before preserving them using bleach and coconut oil. <laughs> what the fuck? Co I, coconut oil? But well, why bleach? If you're going to be put in your mouth... Bleach is not good, man. Maybe it makes you blind. That's why they think that they're fucking invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anymore. I know. I'm good. I fucking worked. This is a cult, huh? Basically, they believe like the the spirit of the body will work as a guardian for you if you offer them prayer. They'll even they'll even protect your house and your family. Well, I guess you gotta pray to pray to the the dead in order for this stuff to work. I bet they're claiming it, right? Is there any video or anything on this? Well, it said there's a journalist that went over there and uh, and was trying to do a documentary on it. I don't know if he I don't know if he finished it yet or not. This is the same group, like same group, I guess. Last month they grabbed headlines claiming that they uh, granted people the power of to be bulletproof oh, by geez. hacking them by hacking them with a machete. <laughs> These fucking people just like to dismember body parts, don't they? That's all they want. It probably it's like a blood cult. Must be, man. I mean, why else? That's, all they're doing is cutting off body parts, and that's giving them magic or something. I mean, that's what cults do. At least most of them. Yeah. They offer them something. <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. And I guess if you're going to believe it, man, might as well make it fucking good. Visibility like the Predator, huh? <laughs> like the Predator, huh? <laughs> when you first said that, I was thinking about the Predator. I was like, oh, shit. They, they fucking mastered how to be looked like the Predator? I was like, that's damn. Start, start honey people so they get, like... Shave off their body parts. I know. <laughs> well, didn't the didn't that what the predator did? Kept the skulls. Yeah, he kept the skulls. Yeah, he those were like trophies. Remember? Fuck. Maybe this cult's called Predator. Is that what? They should call it the Predator cult. Well, speaking of body parts, still. <laughs> and this other news tidbit: a drunk wedding guest jumps out of a window into a crocodile pool as horrified revelers see his arm ripped off. Uh, I'm guessing this was in Florida. <clears throat> no, um, Florida's off. <laughs> Florida's off the hook on this one. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so a drunken wedding guest was left bloodied and dismembered after he jumped into a crocodile pool and had his arm ripped off by the man-eaters while his head was clamped in their jaws. Colin Miller had inexplicably decided to break into a crocodile cage at Victoria, Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe, South Africa, while out boozing. So, it's incredibly, he escaped with his life after the three crocodiles released a blood-soaked tourist to fight over his torn arm allowing a worker and another man to drag the tourist to safety. So because his arm got ripped off, they were all fighting for that little piece and, you know, let go of him. And the others um, helped him out, get him out. Um, yeah, but this guy basically, uh, he just went into the kitchen at the Victoria Falls River Brewing Company and just jumped out the window. You know, thought it was going to be cool and funny. But little did you know, there was that crocodile pond right outside the window. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the guy was saved, but he lost an arm. And then <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games until somebody jumps into a pool full of gators. And the uh, the gators were are supposed to be so supposed to have been domesticated. Oh, so they were they were like a part of the the of, the of that place that they were at. Yeah, but I don't think the guy knew that they were down there though. He just <laughs> fucking did it. 
<laughs> you think that'd be like you notice that when you're walking? It's like, oh look, there's gay, there's other gay. Yeah, here. exactly. Nope. <laughs> you just forgot about it. He's probably having a, such. A he good was. Time. He might have been having a good time, and his fucking good time ended right there. <laughs> he sustained several I injuries, mean, including the loss of an arm. So. Oh man. Yeah, he's guy jumped into some gator with some gators, and again, Florida, this isn't you. <laughs> 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 You know what he should have did was put the, his arm in his mouth. Then he would they would have, they wouldn't have been able to saw him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't be shit. invisible. He would have been invisible. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. He needs to join that fucking cult. Then he would have been immortal. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got? Oh man. I, uh, have you ever gone to Sonics? The Seattle SuperSonics. No, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, you I I've, I have about. been to Sonic. So what do you, you usually eat there? Uh, I've had burgers. I've gotten the cheeseburger is it, there. Is it? I you know I've only been to Sonic's I think one time and I got their uh, it was like an ice like a not ice cream but a whatever their like Blizzard type thing is. Yeah, they're like Blizzard kind of thing. They're pretty good, but yeah. I, I never went before. But I guess the uh, um. In Gulf in Gulfport, uh, Mississippi, they had they're having some problems with uh, their customers. A Sonic in Mississippi is sending a message to anyone smoking marijuana in, in their drive-through. Uh, a sign in the window reads, "Attention! If you are smoking weed in the drive-through, you will not be served." What? <laughs> Please show some c- common courtesy and smoke and air out before pulling up for your order. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? <laughs> See, this, the store manager, Yasmin Freeman, told the Sun Herald, the sign was posted after a customer blew smoke in the face of an underage employee. <laughs> she added that the employee at the restaurant were tired and of were tired of smelling the smoke while taking orders. Man, it must happen a lot then. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic's the place to go if you're high. I know. I know. <laughs> let's get the munchies. Let's go to Sonic. I know. Let's go to Sonic. So I wonder if, like, you know, like New York, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, like, is Sonic fucking popular there? Like, if we're smoking weed? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I guess in Mississippi, that's the place to, to smoke weed and go to Sonics. Oh, shit, man. Shit, it must be pretty bad, though. I mean, I can just imagine they're, like, rolling in and then open the window and all this fucking smoke just going. <laughs> <laughs> they're all hot boxing in the car. I know, huh? No shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking throwing the bed of my truck. I can't open this window. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I I think I would think the marijuana smoke would be better than the cigarette smoke, right? I I would like it better. I think so. I think it would be better, but I don't. I never. Honestly, I really never mind cigarette smoke. It depends on. I guess it depends on what brand. Because <laughs> there's some people I know that smoke, with or like when I grew up. Because a lot of people don't smoke as much as I used to. Okay. But when I was growing up, I mean, there'd be certain people that would smoke and they would smell bad. But there was other people that did too, but they didn't smell as bad. Like the, they the smell like they smell. smell like honey. No. Smell like honey. <laughs> <laughs> honey, dude. Yeah, no. yeah, I know there were always some people that just smelled real bad. I don't know. I don't know what the difference was. Maybe it was a certain brands, right? It, that's what I'm thinking. Or like, I know, I know, like I always like to smell cigars. Yeah, cigars aren't bad. <laughs> So I like when people smoke cigars and I can smell them. It didn't smell like really bad. I always like that smell. Yeah. I like I think regular cigarettes just like weren't didn't did smell as good to me. Well, Mississippi people, I guess uh, Sonic folks don't like you smoking weed, so it'd be to take up cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> that might not be a problem. <clears throat> so my next story, I have a explicit photo used to sell Ferrari on eBay has people blushing, but there can be a simple explanation. 
So basically, a um, Ferrari 360 Modena Giallo. It's a bright yellow one. And if, for those who like Ferraris, it looks like a nice car. But you think, however, if you're putting a, you're putting a bright yellow Ferrari up for auction, you don't need to get too clever or creative with your photos. I mean, it's a, it's a bright yellow Ferrari after all. But um, on the seventh picture, this person who's selling this car for 35,300 pounds, and picture number seven, there's a... <laughs> From the driver's side, there's a picture of a girl bending down as if she dropped something between the driver's legs and she's retrieving uh -huh. it. <laughs> like maybe she dropped her phone between his legs, uh -huh. and so she has to reach and down to go get it. Dial dial somebody with her nose. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she has to make sure his leg hasn't hasn't fallen asleep, so she's uh, <laughs> touching it with her nose. <laughs> so, so um. You know, everyone jumped on it and were like, holy shit, what's this woman doing? And others were like, hey, she just probably dropped something. Or maybe she's uh, <laughs> she's going to fill the gas tank, you know. Just fill the gas <laughs> yeah, tank. you know. And uh, it was part of the pictures that he's trying to sell the car in. So <laughs> maybe they're like, hey, you get this car, you're going to get this. <laughs> it says uh, the reason that people are putting the Ferrari up for auction is because they're tired of the UK. And they mm -hmm. don't want to take their car overseas. So they're just trying to get rid of the car. So if anybody, you know, wants to buy a Ferrari for 35,000 pounds in England and a chance to uh, possibly have a woman drop her phone in between your legs <laughs> and retrieve it, this car may be the one for you. That's a lot of money for a... For a phone drop? For a phone drop? Yeah, I know. Well, there was that, there was that, one, that one chick, like, a couple... Oh, it was probably a little while ago that... Um, remember she was, like, selling her virginity on eBay? No, I never saw that. You remember that? No. So, I think they somebody paid like a couple million for it or something like that. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of money. I know, especially for for a virgin. I don't, I don't know. Could I don't think I'd want to have sex with a virgin because <laughs> they they don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little prostitute, you know. Yeah, I want somebody that can so, fucking so, just fucking fuck all night. I want some experienced lady. I know. That's a lot of money. Well. <laughs> Well, like you were saying, it's a lot for for uh, for one woman, but what if this leads to many women? Many women. Yeah. Oh, because because it's Ferrari, yeah. So. That's true. The yeah. chicks dig cars. Yeah, it might be an investment. In <laughs> 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 more ways than you could think of. <laughs> uh, that's true. So anyway, what do you got next? I got um, end of the world voicemail linked to Stephen Hawking warns of April alien takeover. Oh shit. Yeah, everybody better be careful. A mysterious cryptic voicemail which is being left on the answering phone of Twitter's users' mobile phones has sparked a meltdown. The uh, apocalyptic message is an eerie robotic voice, also including a strange code that people have been trying to crack. Mm -hmm. Fear and paranoia have been sparked among many amid claims this could be a clue to what happens to MH370. The truth about aliens and the date of the end of the world. This code is said to be in the NATO uh, phonetic alphabet and has been transcribed as S Danger SOS. It is the dire for you to evacuate. Caution, they are not human. 04293396 SOS Danger SOS. <laughs> so apparently, uh, this message got out to a bunch of people and now people are trying to like decode it and it's freaking everybody out because they and they think the end of the world is going to happen on april 18th that we're going to be basically 
attacked by an, uh, an alien invasion. Oh, really? Alien invasion. So this was from Stephen Hawking's. You said from his work. Well, I because Stephen Hawking before he died, he had said something about uh the aliens will invade us. That yeah, that 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 we need to like branch out, be like a little more open minded, right? Like work together, yeah. not be so warring upon ourselves, but you know maybe. Because I remember Ronald Reagan had said that. Um, because there was like so much turmoil and, and shit going on in the world, and he was like, May- maybe we need an alien invasion to f- bring us together. You know, like that's the only way. Yeah. I remember him saying a quote something like that. So now that Stephen Hawking, he also said that. I remember him saying that too, like a month or two ago before he died. Yeah, he said he said something about um, <clears throat> some some users cracked the code with a strange message about late scientist Stephen Hawking, who allegedly said they are taking over. So we'll see what happens on so the 18th. On if that. The 18th, uh, that is... That's in two not weeks. Next we- not next Wednesday, but yeah, the Wednesday, Wednesday after. after. Well, at least it's a Wednesday. You know. Yeah, really, <laughs> nothing, really, nothing really good happens on Wednesday, so... Yeah, I mean, it's Wednesday, it'll be hump week, and... I don't know, I I would mind an alien takeover. You wouldn't mind you one? Know? Oh, man. What if they have their probes? I, I guess if they lube it up enough, I don't really care right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> As long as they're gentle. Yeah. As as they're gentle. <laughs> I'll be first. <laughs> um, nah, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of interesting. I think, like you, like you said, I think it's probably the only way the human race would actually get together mm-hmm. and unite yep. is if we had, like, somebody else trying to destroy us besides ourselves. Yeah, that'd be interesting. It would be horrible if uh, we all get together and we still can't fucking do shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I think most likely will happen. It'll be, like, different countries trying to, like, strike deals with them like oh you know if you just leave leave the u.s out of this and you know take over everybody else you know well they'll help you out well, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but the thing about it is if the aliens are so powerful they'll be like fuck you and your deals we're just gonna fucking i know we're that gonna enslave everybody <laughs> we don't fucking need your deal we're gonna take what we want <laughs> this planet's meant for destruction by um the 18 so yeah <laughs> You haven't paid your bills. I got. <laughs> I know aliens are like I got to get mine, so I'm gonna take yours. <laughs> I don't fucking care. If you were a good adversary, then I would probably cut a deal with you. But <laughs> but you're all dicks. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not one to use cool. Not one motherfucker. Not, <laughs> not one to use cool. You're all dicks, man. I know. I know. Could destroy the earth. I know. Uh, that that would be bad. That would be bad. But I mean. I don't know, complete annihilation, or would you be okay with enslavement? I guess if they gave me a cool place to stay for a while, and then I just kind of, I don't have to go to work anymore. <laughs> well, well, enslavement means you probably yeah. won't work for free, man. You probably work for. Well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they'll give us a. Maybe they'll just like eat some of us, and they'll just kind of like we'll just be like cows. Oh, I got just kind of hang around while they feed us. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I think I'm just because I'm really tired right now, so I'm just like, well, I don't, I don't really. Yeah, I'm like a fuck. You <laughs> <laughs> be like that fucking Ferrari guy, huh? Fucking, <laughs> 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 I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, that's hopefully. Uh, I, I know you don't care, Logan, but uh, hopefully those of us who do care hope that doesn't happen. It's <laughs> not <laughs> being so positive, Sam. Yeah. Don't be so positive. <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> I got dude. <laughs> okay, so this is an interesting one. Um, I don't think uh, this was positive because a student driver crashes into DMV during road test. <laughs> so, so, so security cameras at Connecticut Department of Motor Vehicles 
Officers were rolling when a student driver apparently failed her drug test by crashing into the building. Footage recorded inside the DMV Waterbury office on Tuesday shows the car crash rear first through the window of the building on the parking lot side. So the state police said that the 46-year-old permit holder who was taking a driving test accidentally hit the gas instead of the brake while back into a parking spot in front of the windows. Holy shit. Police said that she went through the windows? Yeah, she went through the fucking front of the whole building. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nobody was nobody was injured. Um, from, from The people in the car were not injured. The people inside had minor injuries from the incident. Mm-hmm. And, and the worst thing of all is the student driver was issued in an infraction for unsafe backing. <laughs> I wonder if she's like, did I pass? Yeah, I know. Did <laughs> <laughs> I get my license? <laughs> I know. What's the results? <laughs> you guys could just mail me the the results of like, I know. I pass or not. I know. So do I take my picture for the license here, or, <laughs> <laughs> or do I or do I drive to the courthouse? Uh, I know. <laughs> I just got my hair did. I know. The picture. <laughs> I know. <laughs> can, I, can I get a discount just, on the price? <laughs> uh, just imagine how messed up that would feel. If you, dude, you know you messed up really bad. Oh, man. <laughs> like, you, it's like, man, how can you live that down? Now? And, you, and it's like it's in the it's it's on, like report, report on the news. Uh-huh. It's, it's oh, like, man. I know, yeah. This, be, yeah, you're not living that down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 be worse than what if that was like your third fail or something, you know? <laughs> I know. Man, I, I thought I was the end of the little and I didn't pass my first one because I couldn't parallel park. Oh, really? Well, because it was like a stick shift and they wanted I had a stick shift and they wanted me to parallel park on a hill, uh-huh. like going up a hill. Oh man, that's bad. Yeah, and I was like, how the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> I know. I was like, I, I can't do this. And then the lady, I remember, she was just like, put it in, put it in park. And then she like got on the other side, and she, just, she drove me back home. I was like, fuck, bitch, I know how to drive back. She drove you back. Parallel park. Yeah. Oh shit, man. And I was like, all right. So then, I remember this, the second time I went in. I it, the second time I went into uh, I went into a different uh, DMV. DMV where it was where the prop where it was more flat. <laughs> <laughs> the area was flatter. You went into Montana. And then I passed five. Yeah, yeah. You went to Montana when it's all there's no hill. I knew there wouldn't be like a ton of hills, and I was like, "All right, that'd, that'd be cool." <clears throat> so then you so you pass no problem. Yeah, it, it passed the second time. Yeah. <laughs> I even asked her to drive me home on that time too. <laughs> I said, "Pass, bitch. You just drive me home." I, I know. No, I know. I'm tired. I'm in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yep, well, we're going to go on a break, and then we'll, when we come back, we'll do user stories. Uh, listener stories. Listener <laughs> stories. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. All right, so we got listener stories this week. Oh, oh man, these fucking listeners! Everybody sent us some good stories. Some of them were kind of shitty, but we're gonna talk about them anyway. Yeah, because yeah, we we love you all. <laughs> <laughs> even even though you might even suck like us, we still love you. <laughs> Welcome to the Suck Nation. Yeah, first story is by 
Henry 628. His, his uh, story is about a possible pterodactyl. So, Henry, Henry writes, <clears throat> It was the late 80s. I must have been 10 or 11, but I was in the backyard with my BB gun, shooting at birds and whatever I felt like, since my yard faced a big pasture. I was looking for my gun... Uh, sorry. I was looking for my next target when I saw what looked like a huge bird with a long beak and pointy head sitting on top of a power pole. I moved closer under it. I couldn't tell if it had feathers or any other color because the sun was behind it from what I recall. Mm. I had never shot a, a bird that big before, so I decided to take some shots at it. I fired my first shot, and I was short and hit the pole about a foot under it. I adjusted the shot again, and I think I went over it. I had a bad angle. It kind of shifted around and I started to pump my gun up hard and fast and before I could get another shot off, <clears throat> it extended these enormous wings and glided off. But the strange thing pterodactyl? Yeah. <laughs> but the strange thing was that it had a what looked like bat wings and sharp angles. With sharp angles. Oh shit. I never thought too much about it, but I started reading and hearing stories of sightings of pterodactyls. Maybe that's oh, was it pterodactyls? Yeah, he said. <laughs> I was just joking. Well, that's what that's what I told you the story was called, pterodactyl. <laughs> oh, I didn't I didn't hear that part. Yeah, <laughs> he said that maybe that's what I saw. Who knows? But I know I I, I have never seen that ever again. Yeah, that, that's what the story was called, pterodactyl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear the first part. I just heard like the part where he started shooting, where the guy started shooting at it. No, no, that was called pterodactyl. Oh, he probably looked out. He didn't hit it because of the. The BB shot probably wouldn't have killed it if it was a good pterodactyl. Um, maybe. Parts to piss it off. Maybe. But maybe maybe if it did, I mean, maybe it wouldn't hurt it, right? Maybe it was just like a little BB gun. Maybe it wouldn't do shit. Oh, it's for like a mosquito bite? Oh, yeah. Shit, like mosquito yeah, bite. exactly. Or maybe maybe it could have, like you said, really pissed it off and it would have attacked him. That would have been a good story. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I fucking lost both my eyes. My <laughs> arm. <laughs> my leg. <laughs> Fought it off. Fought it, fought it off with a toothpick. Fought it off. I was a twig on the ground, and I fucking bludgeoned it to death. But it got away. But it got away. All right, so what do you got? See, I got one from Rosie87. Uh, Love the show. I listen to you guys when I'm driving to work. I'm glad your mom talked some sense into you and stopped you from going bi-weekly. LOL. (laughs) Uh, She says, when I was 13, my parents had gotten a divorce, and my dad moved out of the house and ended up living in a small one-bedroom apartment. I was living with my mom, but once he was settled down at his place, I spent every other weekend with him. The few nights I did, nothing really happened, but one night in October, I was awoken. I woke up at 3 a.m. and wasn't feeling well. I went into the kitchen to get a glass of water. Uh, I filled my glass with water from the water cooler and turned around to get something for my stomach out of the kitchen cabinets. When I realized that all the kitchen cabinet drawers were opened, they were all closed when I walked into the kitchen. Apparently when I turned my back on them, um, they had opened without making any noise. I was so freaked out, I ran out of the kitchen and woke my dad. When we got back, we realized that all the cabinets were closed and all the drawers were closed as well. After that, I dreaded going to my dad's house, but after that night, nothing ever happened again. I don't know if I dreamt it or if it really happened, but it seems so real. I don't think it was a dream. Damn. <clears throat> I made me think of with Rosie was, I uh, remember in uh, Poltergeist, remember when like all those chairs and everything was upside down in the living room or in the kitchen? Oh, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> when you said that, it made me think of that when like everything was all like fucking twisted upside down and fucked up. Oh, that's kind of scary. Like If that happened to me, I would be fucking freaked out. 
If, if all the like, cabinets were open? Like, all the cabinets, yeah. I was like, you turn around, they're all open. Ugh. I I probably wouldn't stay in there. You don't think so? Because I... Well, I, I don't know. That's kind of creepy, though. I remember watching some YouTube videos where people would be talking, or they would be like, they wouldn't even be doing anything related to, like, ghosts or anything. They'd be, like, you know, showing... Oh, them. it'd be, like, people, like, playing games or something, recording themselves. Yeah, they would be in the kitchen, and they'd be like, oh, you're doing, like, a ki- kitchen kind of show. And then, like, yeah. in the background, like, the doors would open. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah. I remember seeing something like that, and, like, on the third time when they did that, the guy or woman freaked out, and, like, I'm out of here. Yeah, I think I, I saw that one. Like, it, like it happened a couple of times, and she didn't realize it. Yeah, <clears throat> and then she finally started hearing it. And then after, like, the third time or fourth time she heard it, she was like, fuck this. <laughs> and I got, oh! I've never really had anything that obvious happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. If I did, I probably wouldn't stick around either. No, the, you don't need to investigate? I think it would, like, take off first. And then after a while, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go back. And kind of take, like, you know, I'd get, like, some, maybe, like, get a stick or something. <laughs> so, so, so you think you would be able to go back? I think I'd be able to go back, but, I would, <laughs> I, you know, I would want to get something, you know, like, just in case it's. Whatever it is, at least I can hit it or maybe. Yeah, what if it's a ghost? Get a knife. I'll still swing at it anyway. I know. <laughs> yeah, you'd be, you'd be whiffing at air, man. <laughs> be like a baseball player. Strike three. You're out. You're out. <laughs> well, this next story is uh, from Amy, nineteen eighty-five, double X. Um, the story is called "Seen Her Twice." <clears throat> so Amy says, "I grew up in the country, overlooking the neighbor's horse pasture." One evening when I was 14, I was outside reading my book on the patio. My mom called me and said dinner would be ready in about 10 minutes. So I decided to use the bathroom and wash up before eating. So I went and did my business and I was washing up when I saw someone outside the bathroom window standing in the horse pasture. It was getting dark and I couldn't make out any features. I went downstairs to eat dinner and mom said that I had told her I wasn't hungry. I was confused as I was ravenous and I asked her why she said that. She said, I had told her I wasn't hungry and, I was, and that I was going to bed. We both seemed confused, but just dropped it. That night I went to bed. I had a horrible dream that some hooded figure was mumbling my name. I eventually went up to the hooded figure and pulled the hood back. It was, the, it was my face under the hood. And then my hooded twin grabbed my face and started to scream a blood-curling scream. And then I woke up. When I woke mm. up, it was around 4 a.m. And the sun was almost ready to show itself. So I turned over in my bed to kind of get comfortable and go back to sleep. And I heard my name be mumbled just like in my dream. So I froze with fear, too afraid to move. I eventually looked outside my window and there was a girl who looked just like me staring at me, mumbling my name. I was so scared to move and her menacing look was so sca- is what scared me the most. Somehow I got the courage to scream back at her like she had in my dream. And she actually looked scared and just walked away. I never saw her again, but sometimes as I'm outside in the evening, I feel like someone is watching me, but I can never see anyone. I'm not sure if this is a doppelganger or a ghost warning me of a bad omen. So, like, it was the same, it was her, basically. Yeah, right? it Just... was like her twin or something. She oh. saw it in her dream, so... and then she saw it in her window. Oh, that's always creepy when something's at your window. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it always is, man. I know. You never uh... want to see something at your window. When she saw her in the dream, she was in the, in the hood, right? So it was yeah. like, I wonder if that re- represented like her, like dying, kind of like death. I don't know. That's what she was asking. She's like, I don't know if that's like my doppelganger, because you know sometimes they say, remember the show I did about doppelgangers? You know, sometimes they don't yeah. know if they're like a, a premonition of like of a bad omen coming. Sometimes uh-huh. they think that doppelgangers like want to kill you and take over your life, right? So they could, uh-huh. they can you know be you. Um, that's what she doesn't know of, <laughs> and she thinks that she's 
scared it away maybe, but she still feels like it's still out there, like kind of watching her. Um, kind of reminds me of that one story you told me last week about the... He saw his older version, and then when he grew older, he saw his younger version down that one... Oh, like, oh the, what we were talking about this week? Yeah. That's right. That was more of a glitch in the Matrix type of story. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, sort of like that, but I mean, in, the <clears throat> in that story, the, there was no, you know, correspondence between each other. It was just kind of mm. like saw each other, freaked out. Or the older one remember the younger one, but the younger one recognized the older one, but didn't know who it was. Yeah, because he hadn't, if he hadn't so, aged yet. I wonder if it's something like that, maybe. So basically, the story was that, that Logan's talking about is I we met up this week and I told him a story of a glitch in the Matrix where basically somebody saw themselves in the future, and in in the future self saw the past, and the the future self remembered being the young boy. And <clears throat> obviously, uh, it was just basically like a loop, like a glitch in the matrix type story. Uh, maybe we'll have a show about it and we'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, we didn't we need to do that one in a future show because that was that was an interesting story. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like more of them. Like there that. is, there's lots of them that I've I've read about. All right, so we'll go to the next one. Okay, what do we got? Uh, this is from Miguel G. <laughs> says, hello, Sam and Logan. I hope you guys are doing well. I have a story about my uncle you guys should hear. Me and my uncle Robert had really close connection. Growing up, he, he would take me everywhere with him. Since my father had left me and my mom when I was young, my uncle was always there for us. He was the closest thing I had to a father. My uncle Robert was a joker, was a joker and would always call and leave funny messages on my phone when I didn't answer. A few years back, uh, he had gotten into a car accident and he had died. I was devastated. I had just turned 18 and I didn't know where I was going in life. It felt as if though I had lost him and I needed him the, when I needed him the most. For a while things were not going my way and I went into a deep depression and stopped wanting to be around people. I kept to myself a lot and felt life was meaningless. So I kept sinking into a deeper depression. I decided I didn't want to live anymore. I felt so alone even when there was people around me that's when I felt even the most loneliest so I decided that I was gonna take my life and hang myself from a tree where me and my uncle would go fishing when I was a kid I left my house early in the morning and I set up the noose and stood up on a rock I was going to jump off of I was ready to leave this miserable existence when all of a sudden I heard a notification on my phone which I thought was strange because I had shut it off before walking out into the trees curious who had been who would call me I checked the phone and it had one unheard voicemail from my Uncle Robert's old phone. I took the noose off of my neck and I quickly played the message and it turns out it was an old message he had left a, a year ago. It was my uncle singing, Don't Stop Believing from Journey. I started crying and then I broke into laughter. I, I knew then that he was still watching over me. I grabbed all my shit. I went home and all that darkness that clouded me was gone. Wow, so... uh that's good. I mean, it's good that his, you know, his father, his uncle, was still around. You always wonder yeah. about. You always wonder about stuff like that, right? Like, do the people that we really love are they still around? Are they still watching us? Yeah, and it's kind of weird because, like, because you don't know, like, could, it could have been just like a technical glitch. Yeah, you know, with the phone because exactly. it was an old message or something. Yep, but yep. it's just weird that that would happen like at that exact instance. He was thinking about just jumping off and ending it. It almost feels like it's from the grave, you know. Yeah, like it's it's somebody from the grave is is contacted. I'm like, hey guy, you know, don't waste your life. A lot of people believe in like signs, 
you know like mm-hmm. you know they they go through life and they're like oh there's you know yeah certain thing certain things happen i think well maybe this is why i'm here this is what you know what mm-hmm. i'm supposed to be doing sure no i I've, I've heard of that i've 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 read on stories people like that getting messages like from the grave like voicemails or texts stuff like that i i guess it's not unheard of so i've i've heard of some i've heard of people where they uh people had died but they would up, like their facebook would get updated Oh really? Could have been yeah. a family member having their password. It it might have, but it'd be like <clears throat> that's still kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I re- I remember about I think it was like like an 08. I I mean I'm, that's why I was asking about a family member because the guy that I used to work with he died, but I had mm-hmm. him on Facebook and um, his brother was updating it saying, hey, you know, my brother you know died today. Or died, you know, yesterday, and so everyone was posting on there, and the brother had had access to the account, so he was posting on his behalf, mm-hmm. you know, letting everybody know about what had happened and um, when, you know, updates of when funeral and, and viewings would be. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not saying that's what happened with this one, but um, that could also be the case. Yeah. And who knows? So this next story is called uh, "Worst Event" by Checo Mirror. When I was 17 years old. I was a total and subordinate jackass. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, this saved my life. My mom and dad always wanted me to do the right thing, but being 17, I already had all the so-called answers. I wanted to always be out mingling with women and partying with my buddies. This girl, let's call her Janet, finally hollered my way to hang out. She told, <clears throat> she told me her parents liked to drink and that I could come over for some beers and other things. I was all over this idea. So I showered up and got ready to go. My parents wanted me to stay home since it was a school night. We got into a big fight and they told me that if I left, I wouldn't need to worry about coming home. My stuff would be outside waiting for me. As I said, being a stubborn teenage boy who wanted to get with Janet, I told him to go to hell and I didn't care. Even though my mother looked completely sad, as if she expected to never see me again, I stormed out of the house. As I drove away, the weather suddenly turned nasty. It started to get windy, followed by a huge, by a huge rain, rainstorm. I could barely see out of my car as the drops were blinding. Eventually, I made it to Janet's house. The house wasn't huge, but it was nice. Janet welcomed me in, and I said hello to her parents. They were already a little bit drunk, but I went to t- and I went to take a beer. Lights flickered, and then they went out. Janet thought this was romantic, and I went with it. We could hear her dad rumbling around down in the, in <clears throat> the other room, and then go, he went outside. We paid him no mind, and we got back to our personal business. The lights came back on, so I figured the storm was over and the electricity restored. But I ended up looking outside, and I could see the wind was still going strong, and the rain hadn't let up. Janet wanted my full attention, but I felt a nag in the back of my mind. Something didn't feel right, and I didn't know why. Janet, of course, noticed my distraction and asked what was wrong. I couldn't tell her why, but I said something felt off. So she started getting annoyed with me, and and an argument ensued. So now our planned night of passion was gone because I couldn't focus. Just like I had with my parents, I stormed out of her house with her calling me every name in the book and saying that I wasn't much of a man and she was going to tell everyone how I couldn't perform. (laughs) Yeah, I know. She wanted it, man. (laughs) Wants the D. Yeah. I made it back home and my parents were already asleep. I was thankful my stuff was not outside, and I... and I think that had to do with my mom talking my dad out of it. I went to bed and I, and I <clears throat> and I woke with my mom waking me up as the police were there. 
They asked if I knew Janet, how did I know her, when did I last see her, etc. I told them every everything about last night, almost being intimate, a fight, and me leaving. I was told that the neighbor went to check on them, their, her family, after the storm in the morning. Apparently her father had turned on the electric generator but failed to open the enclosed room it was, <clears throat> it was in to allow the fumes to vent out. He was so drunk to do anything but just turn it on and he went back into the house. Everyone had died in their sleep from carbon monoxide poisoning. Had I, sta had I stayed the night, I would have died along with them. My mother and father hugged and kissed me like I was still a little boy and I was okay with that. My dad and I talked about how things needed to change, specifically my attitude. I was not in trouble with the police, but they wanted to know my, recollec my recollection of last night's events. I wish Janet and I never left on bad terms. I feel sorry for her and her family. I don't wish this on anyone. Wow. Yeah, so... So he could have he been with them. Yeah, he could have. If he would have stayed the night, if he would have just been like, fuck it, I'm going to fuck her. Um, mm -hmm. He would have just passed out with them and been part of that. Now, that's, I mean, that's not cool that it happened to their family, but it's a good thing he changed his life around. I mean, that, was, that's a, that should be an epiphany right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I probably would change the way I, I did stuff after that. Cause it makes you wonder, like, you, you yeah. know. Like, you're getting a second chance. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, they didn't get one, but he did. So... Yeah, it sounded like he was a he was a shithead when he was younger, but at least it um was <laughs> <laughs> bizarre anyway. Well, yeah, exactly, right. But at least he uh, listened to his gut. Yeah. Sometimes we're uh, we're not able to do that. We just fucking go with it and we pay for it later. Yeah. He should at least hit it first and then. I think it was just nagging him, man, too much. <laughs> I think it was nagging him. He didn't say if he got anything else, man. But uh. he's just being a gentleman, did you know? Yeah. Sorry. Let's wait till we're married. <laughs> I can stay here, but we can't touch. Not, not until I'm 42. <laughs> yeah, I, I promised my mom. I promised my mom. <laughs> I wouldn't get married till I'm 42. And I wouldn't have sex till I'm 48. <laughs> and then babies at 49. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting story. All right. I got another story. Okay. Do you have one after this one? or I do, depending on if we okay. have time, because this last one's okay. kind of long. Okay, so I'll I'll do mine and then we'll do one more after that. Okay, all right. <clears throat> this is from uh, listener Sydney. Uh, this she says this is a story my grandmother my grandmother told me. Back in the early 1930s, my grandmother remembers being around eight years old. She had just finished school, and her and her and a group of children were all walking back home when they saw in a nearby field a circus tent. Outside the tent was a man dressed as a clown holding red balloons. He kept waving for them to come over as he pointed to the tent. He looked so friendly and welcoming all the children flocked to the clown. The clown wouldn't say a word but started handing out balloons and large paper tickets to all the children. All of them were ecstatic. The clown then pointed to the entrance of the tent where it opened up right on cue. The entrance was dark and hard to see what was inside. My grandmother said she felt something was off but a few of the children had already entered the tent and Nothing seemed to be happening to them, so she figured it was safe to follow the crowd. As she entered the tent, another clown took her ticket and directed them to chairs which were placed in rows facing a white screen. In the back of the room was a projector. She sat down in a chair and waited for all the children to be seated. Soon the room became dark as the entrance of the tent closed. 
The projector began to spin up, and she watched as static was projected onto the screen, and a series of weird tones filled the air. As she continued watching, she noticed, she noticed a strange smell, and she started to feel drowsy and lethargic. The static that was projected on the screen started changing to strange images. She could barely remember any of the details of what she saw, but she remembered that they were terrifying her. As the image went on for what felt like eternity, the film reel finally ended and the room went dark. She remembered the clowns ushering all the children out. The only thing she recalled after was waking up with all the rest of the children in a field, and the tent was nowhere to be seen. She says, after that day, every few years, uh, when she was sleeping in her bed, that she would she would be woken up in the middle of the night, and outside her window would be a clown asking her to come out and play. To this day, she doesn't know what the clowns did to her, or what happened, or or why it happened to her, but she feels that the clowns were maybe aliens, or something that was something that was trying to experiment with them. Kill the clowns from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that movie? I, you know, what? I've never seen that movie. Oh, you haven't. I've never seen Killer. I've heard of it. I've heard it's cold, people's cult classic, man. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's, the clowns are pretty fucked up, and they they eat blood. I mean, they they eat humans, right? So, mm-hmm. like, they drink our blood and stuff. Basically, they're aliens. But yeah, they look pretty creepy, and that's what you, when you're saying that, it made me think of that. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, when you said she was sitting there, she smelled like she started feeling a little faint. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe she fought it and it stuck too bad. <laughs> 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 so, so maybe she was like, "Oh God, I stink." Jesus <laughs> Christ! I should have put some deodorant on. I know. Wow. So she she just kept having dreams or something. Yeah. Like so these? like after she just remembers that happening, and then after that, like they would every once in a while they'd come, and she thinks they would come and like she thinks they would come and like experiment on on her or or you know just check up on her. Mm-hmm. And she's had it like she said she had it basically her whole life was she had to deal with that. Oh wow. But she never, she never understood why or, you know, what the, what the reason, what the reasoning was for. Yeah, yeah. And how old was she? Did it say it all? Uh, she said when it first happened, she was uh, eight. Oh wow! And wow, so, so her whole life she's been dealing with that. Yeah, and it's weird because there's other kids too, but she never mentioned like any of the stories from the other kids. So I'm, I'm just kind of wondering, like, what I mean, what they ever, if they had the same thing, or if she ever talked to them. <clears throat> I don't know. Or that's they, that's weird. Maybe, I mean, I, I could see it being something like, hey, this is probably only happened to me. I'm not going to tell anyone because they might not believe me. And then, Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could tell people, oh, it's a, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to seem, seems going to seem yeah, weird. It's going like a like crazy nutty. person. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully she can get some help for that or something. Maybe some yeah. hypnosis. Well, I mean, she's probably pretty old by now. She's a grandmother. Yeah, that's true. I'm probably- I don't know. Her. What if she had her kid when she was eighteen? And her kid <laughs> had a kid when her kid was sixteen. She, she could be like thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> she should be like a thirty six year old grandmother, man. <laughs> I, know. I had my babies when I was fifteen years old. Yeah, exactly, man. She could fucking. Uh, <laughs> it's possible, right? That's true. That's true. Yeah, grandmother nowadays doesn't mean sixty or seventy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a, a gilf. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> hey, grandma's hot. How old is she? Fucking thirty-six. She's 36. old. She's still ready to party. Yeah. So this last story. <clears throat> this one's called so- "Something Followed Me" by Erickson, nineteen seventy-five Glock. So <clears throat> he says, back in nineteen ninety-four, I used to love going fishing at nighttime. 
I was 22 years old and an avid fisherman. I would set out on my night. <clears throat> I would set out at night on my little canoe with just a cooler to put the fish in, a mini tackle box, a backpack to carry snacks, water bottle, a hunting knife, and my <clears throat> and my dog named Scout. One night, I headed out onto the Pier Marquette River in Michigan to go fish. I had just gotten off work and I didn't have to work the next day. Gassed up the truck, bought my supplies, and loaded the canoe into the truck. Scott and I were eager to go fishing. <clears throat> Scott was pretty tranquil and usually didn't bark too much. He kept me company as I would fish most of the night. I drove to my normal spot and unloaded my boat and supplies. As I got into the boat, Scout seemed hesitant to get in. I finally ushered him in and he wouldn't really sit down but kept looking back at our own riverbank. I got in and started to paddle out to the, to the river. The river was calm. I just sat sat down, <clears throat> working on my worms for my lure. S Scout continued to stare onto the riverbank. His ears would perk up while looking at our own riverbank. Eventually, I got to the middle of the river and just sat there, throwing my line in. I figured if I get good bites within the first hour, I would stick around longer. No bites would lead back would lead to a quick trip trip back to my bed. So after about 20 minutes, I noticed a scout started to growl, just a low growl. I told him to be quiet, and he kept growling. Then I noticed there was, it was an odd thing. There was no forest noises. Everything had, was completely silent. No frogs, no birds, no insects, nothing. Scout's growl got a little bit more deeper, and I looked to what he was looking at, but I couldn't see anything. It was pitch black out there as the moon was covered behind the clouds. I kept staring at what he was looking at, shining my flashlight a couple times, but I saw nothing. I sat down and tried to concentrate on the fishing, but I was starting to feel a little nervous. Totally quiet forests are not something I'm used to dealing with, so I was feeling so I was feeling a bit odd too. We kept drifting down the river slowly when all of a sudden Scout started to bark. His bark seemed frantic and shaky. As I looked to what he was barking at, I could make out a big tree. I shined my flashlight on it and I could see nothing. And I could see something jumping from the tree to tree in one quick motion. Wait, let me say it. <clears throat> Sorry. I shined my flashlight on it and I could see something jumping from tree to tree in one quick motion. Its jump seemed silent as if it were trying to be stealthy. Scout started to bark with malice, which I'd never heard before. I flashed my light at the tree, but whatever it, it was stayed hidden. We ended up passing the tree and kept floating down the river. Everything was still silent, and I thought... F this, maybe I should just handle it with my knife with Scout helping me out. All of a sudden you could hear some sort of animal tussle in the brush ahead of us on, the sa on that same riverbank. It sounded like some animal was being shredded apart and its screams were horrible. Scout, going, Scout was going crazy, but he wouldn't leave the boat. Once the animal being shredded was dead, the silence resumed. But this time in the brush I could make out some eyes staring back at me. That let me know that my chances were not were not on land, but staying on the boat. <clears throat> Wait. That let me know that my chances of survival were not on land, but staying safe on the boat. My flashlight would only pick up his the eyes, which oddly reflected back as a reddish in color. I couldn't see the body, but my but the eyes were fixed on me. Every once in a while, I would look at Scout as he was barking ferociously. I kept drifting down drifting down the weather. <clears throat> I kept drifting down the river, and the creature kept pace on the bank, never coming out from the tree line. My flashlight couldn't penetrate the trees, so it was always well hidden except for those hideous eyes. It let me know it was there, and it kept following me.
Scout kept barking like crazy. Those menacing eyes stayed on me, and I could and and if I could see its mouth, it almost seemed to be smiling. I tried to paddle back up the river towards my truck, but it followed me on the banks. Booking it to my truck didn't seem to be an option, so I stayed in the boat and kept drifting down the river. Those eyes kept pace with me the whole night. Time went slow, but eventually the night ended and the sun started coming up. I was so mentally exhausted, and this is when I noticed the creature was no longer on the bank. I paddled back to where my car was and jumped out of the boat with Scout and my backpack and my gear. I ran to my truck and, and found the window broken, tires slashed, and big slashes on the, my driver's side door. We had no cell phones back then, so I had to huff it four miles to the closest ranger station. The ranger thankfully gave me a ride home, and I decided night fishing wasn't for me anymore. <laughs> I still wonder what it was. Yeah, I still wonder what it was. Why was it following me? Why did it tear up my truck? What did it want? But I just know I chose to never fish again at night. <laughs> if I saw something like that on the side of the river, I would I'd just stay right there. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, not today. Yeah. You stay back, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just going to float and tell the end of the river. Yeah. Right? So go you right stay into the there. Sea. I'll stay here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking make this pact. We won't cross each other's lines. <laughs> oh, man. You know what would be worse? if What if it stayed there during the day? Fucking, well, at least you could see it, you know. Like, yeah, you know but I mean, run. like, what if it's all hideous and shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse. Huh? Yeah, it's all like, what the like, fuck is that? It looks, no. like, it looks like uh, uh from a uh, uh, what's it called? Um, South Park. It'd be Man Bear Pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> it's all fucked up. It's Man Bear Pig. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, man. That'd be shitty though. What if you run to your truck and your truck's just fucking toasted? To it, like, it, it tear up the tires or something? Or yeah, like, man, it slashed oh, up shit. everything. Damn, fuck! I think it must have been fucking a beast because yeah, it tore up the metal and stuff. Yeah, it tore up his tires. It slashed up his you know doors and knocked off his you know. It seemed like it just fucked up his car. Oh, it's like an ex girlfriend, huh? Yeah, real bad one. <laughs> <laughs> real bad. <laughs> All right, we're coming into a close, so. uh yeah, we're not here for a long time. Just a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be taking off. Thank you for listening, and thank you for writing in the stories. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, we so like your will, stories. Yeah, we they were they were actually pretty good. Some yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you suck. No. Some of them suck, but I'm not going to say which ones. But yeah, no, no they were all well, good. We enjoyed. They, it. Yeah, they they were all good. Uh, so have a good morning, evening, or night, and we'll see you next week. Until then, stay strange. Stay strange, everyone. Bye bye. Bye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. And please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you.